here we go fall of 2020 this is the 1080 outdoors podcast land management series where our main focus is pursuing the truth for everyday hunters like you. I wouldn't say it's kind of an FU, it's definitely an FU. Chronicle and document how our season's going and give you real-time updates, overall land management practices. You have to find a way to hunt big buck where they are. Welcome to the 1080 Outdoors Podcast, episode number 74. It is a post Christmas episode, but pre-New Year's episode, so you do the math on that one, talking about, I got some exciting hunting news um, and plans moving forward here once our bow season picks up, and we're going to dive into some small game stuff, so I'll preface preface this episode by saying I'm in a a weird mood, I did get, uh, got some weird hunting news today can't really discuss it but we're gonna make the best of this as we can judges witnessed a mental breakdown before this episode started so how you doing man not bad <laughs> not bad good weston's not here must not have put enough tokens in the jar no last week or no. something it's uh it's cold out yeah we got the wood fire going it's uh, it's a little smoky in here. We got a weird draft coming in. It's we haven't perfected it yet, and it's really pissing me off. But like, do you even feel like there's? Does it? Do you think it kicks off much heat? Yeah, it's better than nothing for yeah. sure. It is a little stove in a big area though. You can't beat the noise. The lack thereof. You're talking. No, like the no. Well, oh, the, like the, the little crackle, little yeah, pop. Yeah, there's yeah. something magical about it. I don't know if I physically feel heat, but I can like mentally yeah. kind of picture yep. it. I think uh, I think if like the wood stove is going to be a thing, we're going to have to partition this off pretty small. You do think we should do that? Yeah. With the plastic? No, I mean like for reals. Oh, next summer. Well, I'm thinking the shed. Sure. It's going to get poured. Oh, and be like and then legitimately have a, heated. I think maybe. Sure. Well, something's got to change for next year. Well, we need we're actually we need to think about this year because <laughs> it's starting to get a little bit cold out yeah, here. Yeah, I mean, well, it, the, the this year thing could be to just move indoors. Like, oh, God indoors, damn it. Indoors. I hate that. All right, well. I know. I mean, it's either that or, yeah, like hang up some plastic here that's, you know, real narrow. That's what I was thinking. Like cut off that wall, yep. cut off that wall and border it in here. Yep. Yeah, I mean, like just barely include the door and – Move that table and go from beam, that. beam, yep, to the wall. Yep, it's doable. We do have the plastic. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna think that we're gonna. Whenever I was putting that shit up before, I felt like I was in the show Dexter, preparing to kill somebody. Mm, sure. You ever watch that show? No. That's a good show. But I see what you're saying. Well, he, yeah, he lines everything with with plastic. Mm-hmm. Do you think it would stay pretty It'd warm? It'd be in better. Here? Yeah. It'd be better. Yeah. Do you think it's worth it to be sta- sitting in like a freaky like plastic broom? It's not that freaky to me. I like I deal with that kind of shit on a yearly, winterly basis at work. Yeah. Well, I think we should do it then. All right. Got the plastic. Yeah. Got the staples. Won't be that hard. No. 
Because this is getting starting. I'm wearing pack boots right now. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so, this is about as cold as I'm willing to go. We're out in, yeah, we're out in a old, what do you think, a dairy barn? Oh, yeah, this is a dairy barn for sure. How many cows do you think got milk through Ooh. here? At a time? Yeah, like, I was thinking, like, what, f- six? Oh, God, no. We're looking at at least 20. I'd say 10. 20. 20 yeah, 10 on each side. I don't see any any remnants of a of a pipeline. So I'm guessing it was all, you know, done by hand mm. back in them days. Mm-hmm. Ew. That would be crazy. Ew. <laughs> My God. Yeah, but this is for sure. This is for sure an old milking barn. Yeah, and it's a it's actually I, I like the barn a lot. We kind of have turned it into a little I don't know, office. But the cool thing is in the summer or when it's nice out, we can swing these doors open and like look over the whole mm-hmm. property. Mm-hmm. It'd be even cooler up in the Haymon. It would be. It would be. Yeah, the old podcast studio, this will not be the end site. We yeah, will have a sure. we will get something something cool will be made up. No, of. I think up in the Haymon with uh with some real walls yeah. and a wood stove would be <coughs> would be ideal. With the ability to swing that door open. Yes. To look out. Yep. Oh god. That's how you record a good podcast. Yep. You can look out over the places you're talking about. That's cool. So, speaking of hunting and my current hunting, I'm on some good ones. Showed you the pictures when we sat down. Yep. Christmas night, all three bucks that I'm chasing. First time V-Town introduced himself back to the food plot that I'm trying to hunt. Um, first time at all or first time daylight? First time I have had a confirmed picture of him sure. since. So I I had figured out he was alive on different cameras by going to pull him with these cell cameras. Because the first time he was on him was that, was that daylight picture. Mm-hmm. I knew he had to, been to be close because there's no way those two other bucks that he's been with like all fall. And it's weird how close they hung out together all fall. Even through the rut? No, I can't confirm during the rut. Okay. But right up until. Dude, seriously, nuts. It'd be like one would go over to an area, and I start getting pictures of them, and then like you'd lose the other ones where they were before, and then like then you'd like catch a peak of them like in like a two or three days. Mm-hmm. So they must have been like somewhat close to each other, almost all fall, and then after rut, the gang's back together again. Hmm. Three really nice bucks. They were together all summer. Crazy. Like, probably the best, like, group of Bachelor Buck pictures I've ever had, like, where they're just, like, every day mm-hmm. together. And then, yeah, I don't know. It's odd. When, like, when did you notice them starting to disperse, not be, like, such a tight group? Uh, Well, I had legitimate hunting opportunities on them in September. And then October... It's it's not like I wasn't getting them all three together, okay. Like in pictures anymore. Like like right now, not like they are now, where mm-hmm. they like literally on Christmas came out in a line, mm-hmm. and like in the summer where you get them together. <clears throat> it was just like I would get where I'd be like, oh, V Town's like living in this little chunk of woods right now, and then those other bucks I'd get like daylight pictures of them too, or like consistent pictures of them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he's they're living here too. They're not like doing together, the same together. shit. Like they're right. not like yeah. feeding together anymore. Mm-hmm. 
but like they're in the same area and like they always kind of like like it's almost like those other two are like shadowing them or something interesting yeah but you think v-town is the dominant one yeah i would assume so yeah. that and that's why because like i twister like i like i i know i could have killed both of those other two because they were betting in places i was like why are you this isn't this, is, this isn't your ideal betting area but just because I think V-Town was in that area. Had it. Yeah, dominated it. And they were getting kicked out a little bit. And they were way – like, if they're this consistent next year, unless I kill one of them this year, mm-hmm. because I will, Um, it's going to be an interesting September, and I'll be way more prepared for it. I don't – it, it's probably because this is the first age, like, group, bachelor group of bucks that have been all – like, I've had – three shooters in them never had that before right it's because that age bracket in that on that farm is getting better and obviously getting better at tracking them on cameras and stuff but um late season plan though is it's uh it's one blind honestly yeah probably gonna you got a good feed source that they're coming to and yeah it's just a matter if they're gonna hang there right if it's gonna if it's gonna withhold this we got a bigger snow coming this week, and then oh, nothing like. I mean, it'd be amazing to hunt Wednesday after that snowstorm. Wednesday evening, dull season, and Thursday evening. But then we have a bigger storm coming Friday, like a wintry mix storm. So that's weird. So it's a wintry mix, but it's only a high of twenty eight, and then Saturday, Sunday, twenty three and sunny, twenty seven and sunny. Is it is it a north winter, northwest wind? Is it a wintery mix because the the high the day before is no. Well, I don't know what freezing. the fuck is going on in this really? weather right now. Day before high is twenty three, low of twelve. Friday is twenty eight, low of fourteen, and it's a wintry mix, two point seven inches. Hmm. That is weird. That Next is day weird. on Saturday, twenty three and ten. So there's no, <laughs> there's nothing getting over where it should be a wintry mix. Hmm. Never seen that before. So we got. T- Two more. We had we had a decent little chunk of snow last night, three inches probably. Gonna get hopefully another three or four. There's gonna be legitimate snow. Yeah. By the time we get out there, yep. fucking blinds probably gonna be caved in. God, it sucks. Yeah. It's never be. easy leaving them. Might have Those to go, soft-sided blinds. Might have to go check her out one of them days. Knock some snow off. I don't know if it's worth it. Or you just go in there that day early and just kind of clean it up. Yeah. You know. But Saturday's shaping up to be perfect. Like, north-northwest wind, light. It's going to be a fucking rodeo if they're coming into that little plot. Like, and you're going to be ground eye level. Well, mm-hmm. be a little, you'll sit up a little higher than them, but it will be a rodeo. Because what I think they're doing is I think I originally I thought they were bedding up in that hidden, like, kind of island yep. woods. Well, I went in there. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go see before when we set that blind. I couldn't find, like, one bed, but, like, Nothing that showed that multiple as many days that I had them in a row, like mm-hmm. that wasn't their bedding area. So that means that they are coming from a ways away, at least over 50 yards. Mm-hmm. So I think they're betting in the lower below mm-hmm. the below that plot yep. and working up the like the um, hidden field side mm-hmm. fence line and then coming through that open fence. Yep. So that you do you think they're betting like where we saw and heard that buck fight a couple of years ago? Nope. I think they're betting closer to the fence line. Okay. 
on the other f- property. The property oh. that I'm actually my blind is. I think oh. they're I think they're bedded literally sixty yards directly below the blind. Sure, and, and they're just working around. out, and they're yeah. coming through that open gate. So like the blind faces north, and I think they're betting on that north like hillside face. The the so thing that salt, is you think they're this is this is the thing that's messing me up with that spot. Okay, is I was getting him, I was getting uh, Twister daylighting there all the time. During this fall, on north winds. So I was getting screwed up because I'm like, he should be betting out here with a south wind. So there's something in there, like there's a cutback mm-hmm. or something that they are betting in there with, like probably more of like they're probably betting there more with the ideal of a, a west wind, and they accept a northwest wind or something. Because there's probably something in there that's like really advantageous for a west. Mm-hmm. Bouncing back off violent. Yeah, violet. Not violin. Yeah. So that's although with so, the right drive, we could rename it "Violent Knob." <laughs> there was some violence on it this year with was Jeffrey. There? Yeah, not a boy. Um, so I posted yesterday a picture of a buck that Jared and I killed. Yep. And this is the same area. Yep. Late season, he came out of that bedding area and like tried skirting up the backside where this food plot technically is. Mm-hmm. He kind of came out of that field. And I uh, made like a fucking crazy shot on him, but it was such a weird. It was weird because Jared had texted me about it, and then I got it on a Facebook thing, like memories, so like seven years ago or some shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God damn! I was just thinking about that that drive because he had come in the north side of that hillside, so like he was on the opposite hillside, but he was. I think he bumped him off. The closer hillside. So I think he was walking on the opposite mm-hmm. hillside, and that thing just got bumped on the opposite hillside. Does that make sense? Yeah, in plain view across the yeah. ravine. Because I think if you bump him like that, that's when you see him like kind of like sneaking mm-hmm. out and like yep. kind of like walking almost, yep. and that's what he was doing. And that's what he. That's what I think the buck that I saw when I was sitting there this year was doing too. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Except that buck this year didn't take the fence line down to me. He took. He cut back and tried double him back. Where this one took the fence line down because there was a fence line at that time, a brushy fence line, mm-hmm. and he just working along the edge of it. Classic. So, anyways, I shoot at him. Figure I miss is a long shot, and I'm waiting for him to come through the ditch. You know where I had the mm-hmm. mishap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never comes. So then I go like circle all the way around, come through that like kind of pen- pinch in the ditch, and I, me and Jared are like. I'm like, put my arms up, like, what the fuck? He doubled back to you? And he's like, I don't know. Like, I'm on his tracks right now. I'm like, well, I don't have tracks over here. They're like, I remember being, like, annoyed. I'm like, he went through here. He I, he has to, like, his tracks should be in here. And then we keep walking each other, and I, like, notice tying sticking out of the snow. He's in between us. By the time we're, like, 40 yards apart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's why like, there's no tracks. Snow. Yeah, that's why there's no tracks to me, because I dropped his ass. Yeah. In his tracks. <laughs> Lucky shot. But same bedding area I'm hunting right now. It's interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. Now, I think they're – see, they could be down on a violet knob, too, and just walking that far. They could be. Which is surprising. It, it, which means it that I could get away with a lot more, A lot too. more than what you yeah. – I don't think you should, like, I'm acting in. like they're fucking tight. Yeah. I yeah. wouldn't like, go I'm in cr- with the I'm going to have to crawl into the goddamn yeah. thing. Yeah, I'm. Cr- I, I have to crawl into the blind. 
Like literally use the blind as visual cover. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And like be really quiet because yep. we're going to be within, if they're in that bedding area, yep. they're, they're within 60 yards. If they're out where a more ideal place and they're just coming a long ways, great. Right. But that's like that's like the whole theory. That's like what I tell people all the time about hunting, uh, you know, with, with uh, scent control shit. It's like you can do whatever you want to do to make you feel good about yourself. I would say hunt like you don't have scent control stuff because if it works, I don't know. Right. I doubt, I, like, I doubt it. Like I've never seen it. Like even if the ozonic stuff, like I could see maybe that working because of science, science stuff. But I, I think it's probably a better idea to hunt like you don't have that. Mm-hmm. So Saturday's a day. I'm calling it now. No, this is the first time I looked at the weather. North northwest. If we can hang on to how, that, how how heavy? Five to seven. Well, that's better than two to four. And it's coming off of Friday with a heavy wind and a storm. This is gonna be the first evening after what looks to be Friday morning or like Friday all day is gonna be shitty weather. And if it's anything like what happened this week. Is when the storms were hitting, there was no activity on the trail cameras. Mm-hmm. And I think it was last night. Yeah, last night the storm was hitting like through like evening hours. Yep. No daylight pictures. Nothing until um, this evening. Mm-hmm. It's actually it's actually working out pretty well because I do think that this first snow kind of like because this is the first time we're going to have snow cover. Yep. Like legit. I think it's going to take them a little bit to get back in their routine. If they start daylighting, give me like Thursday. I hope they start daylighting again, and then I can catch them into this. Oh God, could be good. Cause then Sunday, Sunday it switches to south though. Shit, south on Monday too. It's a long forecast out there though. Yeah, that's a week. And south, south is like out. I don't think I can hunt it with south. Yeah. Of any type. Right. West would be tough, too, because they're coming. You're going to be riding it right along that edge where they're going to be coming into that food plot at. Can't say enough about the um, spot that they're walking through. I'm getting all these pictures on. I just um, doubled down a fence, the fence line, mm-hmm. and then opened it up to like a bit wide enough for like a UTV to drive through. And they're hammering it now. Not so much during the season, but I also did it in August. Well, it's still this season. Right. Not so much like during like the fall. Right. But <clears throat> you just tell that they're like, they're not as, they're not on top of their game. Like they're, they're slaves to those fields right now. That's the only thing I can. <clears throat> so we shall see, man. Hopefully Saturday is a day. That'll be a good day to get it done too. Yep. How about you? Do you any doe hunting? Doe hunting in? I did a little bit on. Uh, well, let's see here. What would have been the day after Christmas? Yep. Um, did one drive and did an evening sit. On the drive, I saw four, four or five does and fawns. Um, they were bedded right on the edge of of public and private and uh 
when when they got up and by the time I got got an ID on what they were, they had they had crossed over. So how many times do you like second like double checking oh. during a doe only hunt? Oh, I, I mean, I maybe more than I should. Maybe I mean like at the yeah, I gotta be a hundred percent sure, you know. So like if it's running through the woods, I'm not even reaching for my gun until I've got bino bino confirmation. Because I like normally when I'm doing deer drives, I'm doing them with a with an open sighted gun. Yeah, and uh, like I like deer running in front of me, I'm binoing it before I even think about. Get, grabbing my gun and at that point you know where they where they jumped up it was just i'd have done the same thing if it was you know regular gun season anyways yeah. so just is what it is uh, yeah and it's not like you've shot like accidentally shot like a forky much but it just like oh i have back in the day and it wasn't even accidental ac- not even accidentally it, it was just like just like an understood thing where it's just like, oh, I'm shooting the first thing I yeah, see. Yeah, And like sometimes that has been a forky. Yeah. You know? No, I'm saying like. Like you're saying like, shot a forky thinking it was a bigger buck? No, or like thought it was a doe. Oh, yeah. I yeah. I, I vividly remember two instances of you that did? happening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> shot. I'm like, yeah, that was a nice doe. And it was Willie was standing right next to me. He's like, <laughs> dude, that thing had horns. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> that was that was actually like the year that I realized I needed glasses. Well, that sounds like it. Yeah. I was like, wait. I'm, I mean, like right now. It's not like it's. Oh, it's yeah. Like, no, like not in my adult life has that ever happened to me. Like now it's like as it's running through the woods, like I have an inkling what it is, like a really good idea. Yeah. By its body. Yeah. By how it's it crazy. runs. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but it's just like one of them things where it's, I've seen enough deer running through the woods now that I've like later confirmed as a doe or a buck where like, it's just like, Oh, that's gotta be a buck. It's like, I don't know. I don't see horns. And then I get the scope or the bino or whatever on it. It's just like, Oh yeah, I think I've, that's a fork. I've come to, this might be bullshit, but I almost can feel like I can tell by the way I hear them get up and run. Audibly. Okay, that's that's an aggressive <laughs> that's an aggressive stance to take. I'm not I'm not like taking it aggressively, but I feel like I have. You're softly taking it. But we're we're discussing like a like something that can't really be explained. Correct. Like, how do you know the flash? It's kind of like. Uh, it's like it's like catching movement that you you automatically know is mm-hmm. what it is, is a deer. Mm-hmm. Whereas like you've du- you've double checked like one hundred times. It's just the same thing audibly as when you when a deer is actually coming through the woods, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh okay, like grab your ball. Like where That's before you did that and you thought it was a squirrel, but you you knew you were just messing with it. like you can't explain stuff like that. Well, it's like hearing a bear coming to a bait. You yeah. hear something. And you're like, oh, that's a bear. You don't know what exactly it is you heard. It wasn't a twig snapping, but it was something. Yeah, it's just, like, different. Like, there's mm-hmm. been very little times where I've been like, ooh, that was something. And then, like, in the back of your mind, you're like, no, it wasn't. And then it actually was that thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, it's like I, actually sim- remember, I actually remember one time I was just like, oh, that's another fucking squirrel behind me. And I turned around and looked, and nope, it was a deer. 
but most of the time yeah. when you hear something behind you, you're like, oh, fuck, there's a deer right behind yeah. me. And then you turn around, and there it is. <clears throat> it's a deer. What's the thing with, like, uh, turkeys are crazy with that, too, like the heads. The heads. And the heads appear over a little knob, a hill. Yeah. And you've sat and looked oh, and looked and it, looked and robins. looked and looked. Yes. Robins. You, like, see a orange-breasted robin pop up over the hill, like in, a, in like, yeah. a hay field. And it's like, oh, oh that's a robin. Split second. Yep. But then it's, oh, like, a oh, turkey oh, head, robin. and you're, like, head. Like, okay, now I know. Yeah. <laughs> like a little periscope sticking yeah. up. God. I'm excited for that. Yeah, that's not that far away, either. Especially if we try to do a little uh, Nebraska trip. That's March. Yeah. We got bucks to kill first. You have a, you have to kill a deer with a gun. Are you do are are you writing it off? I'm I'm not writing it off yet. I've got a pretty good idea of yeah, how I'm going to do one. it. I I got a pretty good idea, and it comes off of that drive. Are you stuck on it being public or something? No, like just like. The private land that I've got like access to just isn't. There's no deer there, there right now. Yeah, there's one, but he's got pretty big horns. Really? Yeah. There's a deer on trail camera. Nope, seen him. Where at? Uh, like basically right in the middle of Mark's farm. By that food plot? No. No. Like. Okay, so if you're looking at, like, if you're standing at the house mm-hmm. or the buildings, mm-hmm. looking out, there's, like, the pasture. Yep. You got the pond to the right. Yep. There's, like, the food plot. Yep. A little less to the right, but farther out. Yeah. And then it, there's, like, the fence line that separates the hay fields and the pasture. Yep. If you just follow that, that hay field out, turns into woods, and if you just keep going straight that way, there's like a ravine that goes down and comes back up. There's a logging road, and he's right at the bottom, starting going back up the other side of that ravine. He's bedding in some treetops right there. When did you see that? Uh, two weeks ago. What were you doing? Setting bobcat traps. And you just peeped him. You were uh, just walking along and you no, just I was on, him. I was what? on the I was on the four wheeler, mm. and I was riding down and I seen a deer get up and I'm like, oh, that's that's a buck. And I stopped. And he was looking at you? Yeah. He looked at me, took a couple bounds, and I'm like, Ugh! And he looked at me again, and I was like, Ugh! And then he just kind of moseyed off. I'm like, ah. He was down low in treetops? Mid. Mid. Mid ravine and hilltop, or treetops, yeah. And you saw him on the opposite hillside than what you were on? Opposite of yeah. what I was on, yeah. You take note of what the wind was doing? No. Hmm. What a sick freak. Are you? Do you think you're going to toss anything at that, or what? I don't have a bow tag. You should. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I told Mark. I told him, hey, man. Oh, <laughs> hey, man. Get after it. <laughs> like, hey, man, maybe we should leave some crops standing out well, here. Oh, I've been trying on that, and maybe, maybe getting after it, like maybe making a dent, but here's the deal with that guy. You can't just, like, come out and aggressively tell them what to do. Yeah. That ain't going to work. So describe like your inner battle here. Oh, people it, who it, don't know. So <clears throat> forever, 
um, I've come up with good ideas, to, and I tell them about it, and this is whatever, just general life things. I tell not, them about not it. directly hunting related. Yeah, c- could be anything. Tell them about it. Every time it's met with, well, that never worked. That's dumb. It's like, okay. And then like two or, th- two or three months later, he tells me about this great idea that he's had. <laughs> it's literally the exact thing that I told him. I'm like, oh, I'm so glad you could come up with that. Good for you. You know, that's a great you idea. You feel confident in saying this? Like you think that this happens? I don't think I know. <laughs> this happens. So I've learned. I've learned in my, you know, 30 years of dealing with them that uh, you just you just got to plant a seed. Like, don't don't tell them anything. Just kind of like in conversation, lightly bring it up. Not like what he should do. Cause that doesn't. Hey, work. like, dang, sure would be nice if we had about an acre of standing beans right now. I bet there'd be deer all over them. Yeah, walk away. See, but like, <laughs> it's got to be. It's got to be. Do you think that'd be more of an attack on him? Yeah, it's got to be more subtle. It's it's got to be something more like. Uh, he's got to first. He's got to bring something up. Yeah. Then you got to just like gently be like, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Know. Sure seems like the deer on the neighbor's land. You know, they got they got food. That yes. Yeah, my uncle does that. He'd be like, I don't know where all, these, where all these deer at. I haven't seen them. They, what, come around summertime, kill my crops, and then about gun season comes around, there's no deer here. I'm like, oh, they're on your neighbors. Yep. They're standing beans and standing mm-hmm. corn right now. Mm-hmm. Think about it, dude. The no, I, One time I said, there's no food here Yep. while I walk to a stand. <laughs> <laughs> Very dejected. Yep. Like, there's no food here. Put it in terms that he could understand. Well, Mike, if this is just like open range and there's dairy cattle around here. There's nothing for them to eat. Where where would they be eating? Yeah. Not on the maple tree bark that you have left here. <laughs> oh, they don't want the the uh, tilled up cornfield with manure on it. Mm. <laughs> Weird. They aren't turkeys. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so then it's like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, neighbors got... Neighbors got food for him, you know, blah, blah. Like a month later, it's like, you know, I think if we made that food plot a little bit bigger, you know, like bring bring the pasture back 50, 100 yards. You know, what's, what's the big deal about losing that much grass for the pasture anyways? I'm like, yeah, I don't know. You tell me. I'll probably think differently in the spring. Well, it's <laughs> up to you, man. It's your place. Do you think that he... Is like messing with you. He could be. He could yeah. be trolling me. Like, that's his way of giving you the credit, but he would never directly. Give Correct. It. Yeah. Correct. There is no fucking way he would ever be like, yeah. "Hey, Jen, great idea. That was a good idea." Yeah. It, he's he just yeah. ain't got it. He, he ain't got at, it in it. At the time, he's like, "That's a good idea," and he's like, "Fucking dumbass." And then, like <laughs> two months later, like, "Hey, I'm thinking about doing this little food plot over <laughs> yep. here." <laughs> yep. I mean, we'll never know. Because if you ask him, it's just <laughs> dumbass. So explain this to me, because this okay. is something going through my head right now. If we, pl- if you planted beans on a plot like that, and say you had a portable fence hmm. to wrap around it, mm-hmm. and then you cover crop, say like winter wheat, and the winter wheat comes back in the next spring, could you not graze that winter wheat for first crop, like in June? Yeah, you probably could. 
So you'd still like this something. You, well, this something it'd be, it, yeah. It'd be like but a, you still get a grazing off of it. It's it not be a net loss. Wouldn't be a gain. Well, it would be a net gain. <clears throat> you wouldn't. It wouldn't just be a complete loss. Right. Yeah. 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 That's. I, I'm always working through that because it's like, how do you? I get what do, he's coming do from. Do two things. Yes. Yeah. Like I think I can have. Um. Like I'm, my plan is to have five acres like that this year, next year. I'm gonna try that. Because mm-hmm. it, it would take away a little bit of the the pain of technically losing production land mm-hmm. for nothing but deer. So if you need to drop that bomb on them, drop it. Because I've thought about it a lot, and I don't think there's a good, there's not that good of an argument against it. Because you could in, you could aggressively graze them on that first. Because mm-hmm. people right. people do it where they will aggressively graze it t- to terminate the winter wheat, and then you go back and plant whatever you're going to plant too, or if you want to till it, till it. So another thing coming up right now. Small game hunting. You been getting into it at all? I haven't, and I've been feeling dumb about it. Dumb about not getting out yet? Mm-hmm. What's your first go-to? Well, like the first, like, what's been the thing, like, in the back of your mind, like, I'm going to go do that today, but you just don't get around to it? Well, every time I'm out there deer hunting and there's squirrels everywhere around, Yeah, it's that. Are you going to go back to the places you deer hunt and kill the squirrels? <sighs> it sucks the January. It, that sucks for the January 31st. Yeah, what sucks even worse is grouse close the January third. When does squirrel close? I think January thirty first. Oh Jesus! And then rabbits are like February fifteenth. Okay, that's what stays a little yep. longer. Yep. Well, like I'm sorry, I'm sorry, man. Squirrels are just way better eating than rabbits are. Why do they close squirrel season? Why is there that many people trying to hunt them in February, in March? Yeah, I don't. I. I can't. Like, how fun would it be to be able to shed hunt and squirrel hunt at the same time? That'd be fun to me. Yeah. I would do that. Yeah. I'd, I'd probably shed hunt more then. I'd shed hunt a lot more. <laughs> yeah, because I just can't stay focused yeah. on staring at fields yeah. forever. Well, like, I, I could kill some squirrels along the way. <laughs> and, like, Rick and I were talking this weekend when uh, when we were doing that drive. Because I was like, all right, well, you're going to stand this one. He's like, oh, you sure, man? I've, I've shot deer this year. You should probably stand. I'm like, no, I want to see this place. Yeah. I'm like, and I'm not going to do it without a gun in my hand. Like, I just can't force myself. Like, there's only but so many places I can, like, shed hunt. Like, I'm just not that obsessed with it. And I won't get to this place shed hunting. Like, I just won't. Yeah. And I really want to walk this place. It's a different dynamic, too. You cannot... That's the one thing about drives, like, you cannot put enough weight on being able to walk through there during a hunting season, too. Mm-hmm. Like, that sign is real. Right. Yeah, I learned a lot about the place from that, you know, one-hour drive. Yeah, like, my family place where I bow hunt, I knew everyone was going to drive it. So I was like, well, if you motherfuckers are going to drive it, I'm going to drive it. <laughs> I'm going to drive it first, mm-hmm. and I'm going to walk through the whole thing, and I'm going to go in and figure out where these things are. And I I declared two bedding areas in that. That that you didn't. I wasn't certain on where they right, were. Right, right. But I got one, like, pinpointed now. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, 
that is his bed. Holy shit. Yep. And that's a lot of times how odd, like that, I think that's like their, and it makes sense because I had, I had V-Town in that area and multiple bucks in that area. And I'm like, he's coming to this goddamn field really daylighting really early. Like he's got to be close in here, but I, I don't know exactly where he's at. So I can't, it's really hard to sit because mm-hmm. I was suspicious of him being up in this ditch further, mm-hmm. which technically screws you to hunt that area because like I want to hunt up tight in these ditches so I can just drop my thermals into that ditch and right. hopefully get away with it. And they kind of come over like the, like the other side, like the hill, the knob or mm-hmm. whatever. And you're kind of stuck up in that ditch. Hopefully this motherfucker is up in the crack right below where I was going to set up. So you'd have fucked it. Oh, there's there. He's unhuntable right there. Mm-hmm. Unhuntable. Unbelievable. But, I, it it gives you I have a I have a theory for a morning hunt in there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that's the one thing about doing drives. Yeah, and they're back. Like that that place got drove five times I think during gun season. Mm-hmm. And they're back. They're back. Yep. Yeah. They never the, left. They were daylighting during gun season in there. Really. <sighs> yeah. Oh, that gives me that gives me good hope for killing a deer on this place that that we did this deer drive on then because <clears throat> where they were bedded, I can very easily slip to in the morning. Because I was like, okay, so I had my brother in law drop me off and he went down to do the stand. Um and I was just hanging out, giving him, you know, the 10 minutes to get situated. And I'm like, damn, there's, that sounds like deer, right, like, 100 yards away. I'm just standing along the road, waiting, you know. And I'm like, ah, it's got to be a couple squirrels. There's, like, there's no way that these deer are bedded right here. And I take two steps into the woods, and that's when they blew up. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm going to go over there and check it out and see, like, how much betting sign there is. Like, is this a one-off? Or are these motherfuckers, like, living here? And I go in there, and there was beds galore. I mean, like, dozens of them. And I'm like, all right, I'll be back. Not not far off a road either. Like, keep that in mind. Oh, it's just. Keep that in mind. I mean, in clear view of a. Of a road, yeah. I've been doing a lot, of, a lot of these digital analysis for people lately. So I've just, you know, look at their property and talking mm-hmm. to them on the phone. And number one overlooked thing, that little chunk of woods, mm-hmm. that's a pinch from the neighboring property that they overlook and they drive right past. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what do you been, what have you been seeing in this area? And like every time, it's like, yeah, we don't really hunt it very often. Change that. I'm like, man, I'd be at least getting in there in the fall or in the. Uh, in the spring and seeing like how many trees are rubbed up and if it's mm-hmm. you gotta look at it. Well see, this is like that's the interesting part about this chunk that we did is I was in there squirrel hunting one time early in the fall and I was like, Wow, there's a there's a lot of scrapes along this this uh, old logging road. Like interesting and never got back to it. And then like 
it was kind of in my mind after season. I was like, damn, I wish I would have gotten back to that spot. I'd at least like to go back in there and see what the rut sign looked like after, you know, a full rut. Yeah. And see what there's like, see what it's like for betting. And holy shit, besides the very start where, you know, where I kicked those deer up, there wasn't but like three more beds on this place. But it was rubbed and scraped to shit. I was like, well, here we go. It's a place where you can slip in because they clearly cruise it during the rut. How how do you slip in? Off a road. Directly off a road and you just pop in. Just pop right in. Like, it's going to be annoying because you're going to be listening to vehicles and you're going to see vehicles. Yeah, I know, yeah. But, like, it's steep enough. It takes guts to do that because you don't want to waste a day and you're like, it doesn't make sense. Correct. But. But, like, I saw enough to make me spend some time there. Yeah, and it's like I've I've looked at places like that, too, where it's like you see a bunch of sign, but you write it off. It's like, well, it must be like night sign. No. Too. And it's like. You can't not that time of year. Yeah, you don't know that. And now I've seen it enough where it's like these motherfuckers are riding. They want to see what we're doing. Mm-hmm. They are interested. I don't know about that. I think it's that it's segmented enough where they there's like there's not enough where they can't not be close to us. I I don't. If I they don't, were like I'm just not the willing. smartest be- If they were the smartest animals in the world. They would just sit dead in the center where they f- will literally feel no pressure ever, and they wouldn't even they wouldn't let. I I'm not willing to give them the critical thinking. Yeah. Involved. Yeah. To like keep a tabs. No, on no, this. no. I don't think it's critical thinking. Well, I then think. What is it? I think all it is is they perceive us as some type of threat. So they in in because they are as good as they are at living. Mm-hmm. So they know it's advantageous. To live near Correct. a place that yeah. you can watch us. Not like they're interested in our lives. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they're like, they're not critically thinking. They're just thinking it's like, it's like the thing with like the way the buck goes up into his bed. It's like he wants to watch his back trail. He's going to watch the coyote come in his back trail. Mm-hmm. Or the human. Or the human. Like mm-hmm. whatever it is. Right. Or they're going to be like, I can watch anything come up my back trail. Plus I can see where this one, this like fucking person thing. Fucks yeah. my life up. Fuck a couple of my friends up. They do seem like they, a, Do you think they actually have friends? I don't know. It seemed like it. I mean, they're now that I've really been able to study this bachelor group this year, it's like, holy fuck, these things do spend a shitload of time together. Eight, nine, ten months out of the year, they're together. So, yeah, they're learning something. And they're using the same thing. I mean, is, is it safety in numbers or is it friendship? Um, I don't. You're asking if they have emotion? No, I think they operate on just living and eating and and fucking. I don't think they have emotions. All right, is that what you're asking? I mean, kind of. I mean, if you're saying friendship, then that's like an emotion. Well, okay, it was more as like, yeah, they're battle buddies, (laughs) because that's what they are. There's like. They got their each other's backs most of the year. <laughs> yeah, technically. That's safety yeah. in numbers, yeah. That's why they bed in such fucked up place in the summer because they have five of them. Mm-hmm. They have five freak-ass sense freaks who you can barely get eyes on 
all like the two months you should be able to get eyes on them. What the fuck you think they're doing in the summer? They're all just chilling. They're like, there's nothing that can touch us. They start getting separated. They they're by themselves. They get a little skittish because they're together all the time. Yeah. All we got, we were supposed to be talking about small games. Yeah, we got off on a tangent. So, squirrel hunting. Mm-hmm. Do you bring your dog? No. Total nightmare when I do. What What has happened? Well, she's real noisy, like yipping and barking and stuff. But she's, oh, really? But she's got a real short attention span. Like, she'll run a squirrel up a tree. Bo's in about to run ups up a tree right now. All right, had to let Bo in. Had to, uh, we had to relieve ourselves, you know, get deep into talks, have a couple beers. You're going to have to pee. Feeling good now. Yeah. So, anyways, your dog is uh, a nightmare to bring. Yeah, in. she's a nightmare because she'll, uh, <clears throat> she'll, she'll run squirrels up trees. She'll also run rabbits, but she's very, she's got a very short attention span. Mm-hmm. Won't stay there. Won't, uh, just basically puts, puts squirrels in holes and moves on to the next. Really? Yeah. I think bowl, it would be the opposite. I ha- I'd have to like drag him off of it. Mm-hmm. Cause he is, I don't know if this is a common, if you know much about dogs, but he has some serious mental problems. Yeah. Obsessive, psychotic. <laughs> see, now, see now, my, my dog is that way, but with cats. Yeah. She will bay a cat for days. Really? Yes. Won't leave it alone. Will not. Hmm. He's been like that in a couple situations. A squirrel, he chases him. I mean, he just hauls off at him. Mm-hmm. And then he'll sit and bark up a tree. Good job. I have to go yank him off of it. He does it in town. Well, that's yeah. Well, it's easier then. <laughs> yeah. It's easier then. I mean, just a. I think well, see, and that that's I think he might thing. be a decent. I think he might be a decent hunting dog because I think he has. I mean, he just has a fucking brain problem sometimes. But I would assume it would fit well for like a good hunting dog. Mm-hmm. Probably. I mean, that's what golden retrievers are bred to do. Yeah. Yeah. You want to be a good hunting dog, buddy? Um. So I think I'm gonna try to take him out a little bit. I, it is kind of sketchy, like. Especially with rabbits, like, what's the strategy there? Because I feel like I'd be too fucking afraid I'm going to shoot them. Yeah, see, that's why people like beagles for rabbits, because they're real slow. Like, they, they're slow on the trail. Oh. So, like, with a rabbit, you need a slow dog. Yeah. Because, like... Okay, yeah. I, yeah, I was going to say, like, there's... I don't even see how that would even work. Yeah, it wouldn't. And that's the same thing with my dog, is, like, she's caught rabbits before. Like, sorry, I'm not, like... It's not fun to try and hunt rabbits while you're really concerned about shooting your dog. Yeah. Like, yeah, just leave her to. at home. So you, uh, she has caught him and brought him home and, like, killed him? Yeah. She's, you what? need to fucking do She's that. killed rabbits in town to while on her leash. Like, That's on her, awesome. like, I wanna, yard tether. I don't think he has good, I don't think he has a lot of, well, I don't think you're hunting enough, though. But I was thinking about planting some grass around here just so he can hunt them. Hmm. Get some rabbits living in there, and you just sure. hunt the grass. <laughs> Does that seem aggressive? No. 
You got to uh, kill a few of them. There, ha- there was some in the garden this this summer, though, so I maybe doesn't have it in there. Yeah, he probably kill. doesn't have much much rabbit drive to him. It's probably got bird drive. He was flushing pheasants the other day. Yeah, today. Today my mom said he went out and flushed pheasants. He's got a fucking squirrel drive. Well, I think everything (laughs) has that. But, yeah, it does seem to be a bird thing. I mean, he he was running uh, crows when he first got off the farm in the Mm -hmm. spring here. He would run um, crows and barn swallows nonstop. It's like, bro, that crow is 30 feet up in the air. (laughs) What are you doing? Like I can see the barn swallow stuff. Yeah, they're low flyers. Yeah, and he would he would, I mean, relentlessly chase them for hours, and days in a row. I guess he got over it at some point because I don't think yeah, it's because he didn't shoot at any of them. I didn't shoot at any of them. Yeah, are you supposed to shoot a barn swallow? No, but I'm just saying like that's why he got over it because he never got rewarded from it. Oh yeah, but it took him like months. Yeah, every day, freak. And I wonder, uh, maybe they're not around as much either later in the summer and fall. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember seeing them later in the year, I guess. Yeah. Well, they... they uh, Do they head south? Do they have Well, I actually, I, I know a lot about barn swallows this year because they were living in our podcast studio here. Yeah. All these nests. And they were actually shitting on this, t- um, not this <laughs> yeah. table, but the TV. So they did. They they got out of here at like, at uh, right around like end of September, September, I think. Yeah. So that would make sense. Yep. Maybe... Maybe they weren't around as much and he wasn't chasing. Yeah, I'm looking forward to a I wanna do a little squirrel hunting. And you prefer squirrel, huh? How you cooking them? Free uh I like to brown them and finish them in the oven. Nice. Like brown them in a pan. Really? Tuck them in an oven. Yeah. Full body? Uh I like well, fifths, I guess. So like cut the back leg back legs off into mm-hmm. two pieces. Front legs so off. What's that kind of like? Like a drumstick? Yeah. Yep. I like to roll them in flour and like brown them in some oil or butter, and then finish them in the oven. That was not what I expected. What'd you expect? I expected a stew or a slow cook. Mm. No, yeah, that's acceptable also, but like not how I prefer it. So when you say brown them, you're getting the grease hot, and you're just searing them? Yeah, just like, just like you would brown any sort of, like, big roast or anything. Just like, and then hock them in the oven. I don't have a lot of experience cooking roasts like that. Okay, well. But I do see people doing it, and mm-hmm. what does it turn out to be? Really good. Yeah. Got a good crisp brown on it. Yeah. You know, good sear and juicy in the middle still. But, like, squir- squirrel will be moist in the middle. Like, you don't want it red. Like, I, I'm not big into, like, yeah, rare squirrel. Yeah, different kind of meat. Yeah. What kind of meat is it? Well, it's it's red meat, but it's it's also got, like, you know, all the connective tissue and stuff. You're not going to be, like, it's not a big enough chunk of meat that you're getting just meat. Yeah. So what is it like eating that? Like, well, how do you eat it? Like, like it's like is it like yeah, a chicken like, strip? Like a like a like a like a drumstick or a yeah. or a wing or something. Like the bone is there and you grab onto the bone and you gnaw it, gnaw all the meat off. <laughs> Do you dip it in anything? I don't. Most people like around here would probably dip it in ranch or something. Fucking Midwest freaks. So then what's the other pieces besides the legs? The legs and then the back like the backbone. So you got like both back straps on that. How do you eat that? Same. 
just gnawed off. So you have the rib cage in your hand? No, 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 not the rib cage, the back. I know, but like, so you have like the, so you detach the I detach the ribs, yeah. Like with the scissors <clears throat> or game shears. So you just have, you just have the back spine. Yep. And you eat it like a, like a, like a, like a piece of, like a rib. Yeah, basically. Wow. I mean, if you're like more cultured, I guess you could pick it, like use a fork and pick it all off. But I usually treat it as finger food. Okay, so you got the back and the two two back legs. Mm-hmm. Front and the two legs front then. legs, yep. So you get five pieces off a squirrel. How much meat? You th- like, is that is that like a meal for you? Like three squirrels. We'll, we'll, we'll so have like, some, like, like really some leftover. It'd be like a really hillbilly, like, appetizer meal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you get, like, six squirrels. Six squirrels would feed a family a meal, especially if you got some, like, potatoes or something on the, the way side. that you're describing this it would be interesting to feed people who didn't know and came and were like hey this is an appetizer because mm-hmm. it seems like it's like almost like it could be like like similar to like a ribs or like a um drumstick it, like drumsticks yeah is what it's probably the most similar to and like you could you could like just like if you were gonna shoot a pile of squirrels uh you know like say you had four guys what is six, 24, 24 squirrels. Wait, six and five, 30. Mm-hmm. Had 30 squirrels. That's like a pretty big, like if you just did the, um, like if you were going to feed a party yeah, appetizers of just the legs, like you could do that and then save the backbones for like a stew or something. Then, yeah, it would be very like easy to pass off as like, yeah, this is a chicken drumstick. <laughs> ah, I really want to do that now. Yeah, I Have mean, you ever thought about doing that, like fucking with people like that? No, because like, I I don't know that many people, <laughs> or I'm I don't I know that many saying. people. I slash, mean, like I'm sounded, not interested yeah. in being around that many people that I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like that sounds terrible. But well, no, it'd be like. People just like that don't hunt. Yeah, you don't really hang out with people that don't hunt at all. I guess. No. Yeah. I've, I don't want to act like it's like a prereq prerequisite. Yeah. That I like only hang out with people that hunt, but it really seems that I only hang out with people that hunt. It does. But. But like I don't I don't do anything else. Like I don't have anything else in common with other people. Yeah, you're so not playing like, fantasy football. No, I played not going fantasy. Out having a couple of beers at a bar. No, not now. <laughs> I barely did that back when it was yeah. like kosher. And I sure wasn't going to like hang out with those like the people that I hung out with at a bar, I wasn't going to like hang out with them on Friday night. Yeah. Sounds terrible. <laughs> Ew. But anyways, it would be interesting if you it had would a situation be where people didn't realize it and but you also knew like they weren't gonna like fucking freak out i would be more apt to do it if i knew that they were going to freak out yeah but like like, oh this is really good what is it squirrel Ah! it's like oh okay you only freak out when you know that it's squirrel you fucking freak well i have no patience for that yeah like if it's good it's good don't be a freak about like deciding something's bad after you thought it was good based on what it is because yeah there's no reason that like a hairy tailed rat should taste good but they do so get over it 
Well, then the argument could be like, I am interested in knowing like what the animal I'm eating did consume during its life. Way better shit than anything you're eating, eating out of a grocery store, probably. A rat is eating what you ate after you ate it. What? You talking about a rat? I'm saying a hairy-tailed rat, which is basically what a squirrel is. Oh, oh yeah, a squirrel. <laughs> I thought you were about. Like, I thought you were referring to like people actually eating rats because they do. Oh, and yeah. I'm sure they're well, not that bad. Yeah, probably. Like yeah, I'm not that interested like in eating. Like, remember, squirrels eat way better. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. Anyone talking shit about a squirrel? I mean, there's nothing you can argue. Like, there, this is you want an organic food? They lit. Well, I'm trying not to around of, here. Do they eat crops? Much? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they eat corn. But like, the majority of their diet is made up of nuts, whether yeah. it's hickory or walnuts. That's what I was originally thinking. I'm like, they're actually they're like probably the one thing you can kill that is organic. Around yeah, here. but no, they'll they'll but, crush them corn. Yeah, they do. Yeah, don't blame them. No, I'm That's sure it's easy, easy meal. Good out there, easy meal, them. easy yeah. calories. Do you think there there is a truly organic um, animal in this area? No, no chance. No. I'm willing to say like the certified organic beef probably isn't. <laughs> wow. But that's likely. that's not that's not for this podcast. <laughs> I don't know. I started with organics, you know. But like an elk, an elk is truly organic. Like there's Maybe nothing. no, not for sure. Maybe. Yeah. Like I mean, yeah, they might spend like you backpack in is. Yeah, they're pro like you're away from crop fields. Like if you knowingly hunt something, well, they fucking travel. They migrate. That's right. It's like a come mule deer. Like come you don't win- know. Come wintertime, man. They're probably crushing some farmers' not organic hayfield and haystacks. Muleys for sure are. Elk for sure are too. God damn. Yeah, that's true. Like, it's got to be hot, bro. Yeah, I bet that was hot. He's just diving under the fireplace. Sorry, bro. That was my bad. Yeah. But, yeah, I, like, there's very few organic animals out there. Like, everybody wants to, like, tout them for being organic and whatever. Like, yeah, no. Well, it's just that's a good argument to get people into it because, like, they, you know, you, like, the perception is that, we're a bunch of hillbillies, and it's like no, okay. yeah, I get that. Hey, foodie, yeah, no, I get person. that, but don't like don't be confused. I know, yeah, you want to trace it back? It's unfortunate, yeah. I mean, probably uh, Alaskan game is the yeah, that's your the, that's uh, like best very Canadian, very northern northern latitude animals, yeah. Like caribou are probably organic, yeah. Except I don't know, do, do, like. Do the oil fields use some pests? I don't know. Hmm. I mean, whether or not they eat, like, Roundup-ready corn, they're still living, like, a pretty clean lifestyle. They are. Like, we can we can say that with certainty. I can, anyways. Oh, they're, they're not eating garbage like your fucking bear are. <laughs> No, but those bear are damn delicious. Oh, God. Never get the worms out of my brain. <laughs> well, I, hey. I won't either, but, like, I've come to accept it. Like, yeah. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Um. Hopefully we have a ah, – fuck, I hope there we got a good buck story coming up here. Second, that's Saturday, so hopefully Monday podcast. 
<clears throat> hey man, it'll be a new year then. Has to be probably the most confident. See, it's tough because like if I don't get any pictures of him from now until then, like I'm not gonna be that confident because like then I'll be worried about him moving. Um, but I'll definitely probably hunt it regardless. But I, I mean, the most consistent I've ever had deer before. It's crazy for late season, just in general. Oh, I've never had deer this consistent before, and it's because it's in late season. I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, wow, it's not happening here as much as I thought I was hoping it would, but found the right spot with certain you know crops got taken out that usually aren't. Mm-hmm. So that's probably helping a lot. Yep. So it's probably not a consistent strategy there, but maybe it's on. The, but it's on their way to where they would have been. Sure. You know, so they are betting and they're walk going a long ways. Anyways, um. Yeah, that's an episode, man. Episode 74. Quickly, if you're still listening, we do have um, a new uh, thing that we're selling. Grizzly box blinds, which they're like pretty pretty intense. They call them the Cadillac of box blinds, I guess. Um, and that's a way for you guys, if you're still listening... Support us a little bit. We don't do sponsors or anything on this podcast. So it's paying for the podcasting equipment. Go ahead and reach out if you're interested in one of those box blinds. And enjoy the new year. And 2021 has to be better than 2020.